tired of playing the waiting game when getting a haircut? <laughs> I know, I sure am. You can cut to the chase with the Haircut Tracker on the all-new Sports Clips app, which lets you track real-time wait times. Yep, it's about time Haircuts had an app. <laughs> this month, check in with what the Sport Clips app to get the ultimate MVP haircut experience for the MVP price. Do you think you'll ever do this, Matt? You'll ever think you'll use an app to get your haircut? I, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. Just oh, say man. Yes, just say yes. Yes, yes. Say yes. Just yes. say yes. It's called the yes. future, Matt. It's uh-huh. called the future. Yeah, yes. just say this yes. This means you can supersize your relaxation with double the hot steam towels, double the massaging shampoo and conditioning treatment, and one incredible haircut. I've got to do this. I've got to. Mm-hmm. Download the app and head over to Sport Clips. It's a game changer. David, download this app for me. I don't know how. It participating locations only ends 331-2024. Duncan Cold K Cup Pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. God, I love saying that. Brew over ice straight out of the Kerrig coffee maker. Just brew over ice and sip in seconds. Bold, smooth Duncan. Taste you know and love. Find Duncan cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi there, Emma. Please meet Conan. <laughs> what a dream come true. Oh, cut the background. Uh, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait, what is, I didn't, uh, Matt was too busy uh, laughing. You have kind of an outrageous background. What is your name? Uh, My name is Emma Alamo. Emma Alamo. Mm -hmm. Wow. Emma Alamo. That's fantastic. What a lovely, I love the way your name elides, the way the first name uh, smashes into the second name. It's cool. Thank you. Emma Alamo. (laughs) Um, But that is not where I want to begin. It's just a fascinating (laughs) name. Because when I want to, uh, I'm going to explain a visual to my. Is there something weird about uh, about my workplace? <laughs> well, behind you are, uh, I can see three mannequins uh, that are nude, and then their bodies are uh, encased in what looks like bondage straps, mm-hmm. leather bondage straps. Um, so let's talk about that. What is that? Oh, oh my God! It's a little dildo on a pot. There's oh, you a have potted plant a with strap a strap on. on. It's a you just held up a small. I it's a podcast, so I need to describe things. You just held up a small potted plant, and it has a blue dildo strapped to it. Yeah, um, yeah, as <laughs> if the small little shrub is ready for action. It looks uh, like Gonzo's nose. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it looks like a blue dick. Yeah, that. Yeah, like well, Gonzo, nose. Gonzo's nose famously looks like a blue dick. So, uh. okay, uh, Emma, I'm going to try and get this thing <laughs> on we track. Start over? I apologize. <laughs> oh no, 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 we're not starting okay. over. Um, Emma, you appear to work. Is this is this right? You you're somehow working in the bondage industry or bondage trade. Um, I make leather bondage harnesses. Wow. Yeah. Is that a family business? <laughs> yeah, yeah, passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Since 1782. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Why, George, 
George Washington was our first customer. <laughs> that would be great if there was a long line of like severe looking women with bonnets and men with big beards, black and white old photos. Yeah. Of, for nine generations, we've been making bondage harnesses and bondage material. Uh, okay, I'm just going to come right out with it. Uh, I shot a remote once in Germany mm-hmm. where, uh, do you remember this, Sona? Hard to forget, I guess, where I went to um, this, uh, I don't know if it was an avant-garde woman who does bondage, and uh, she put me in straps and harnesses. And all I remember is thinking, this doesn't feel sexy at all to me. This is not, this is not what I envision uh, as, as something uh, sexy. So that was a great awakening for me, was that, okay, this is not my kink, this mm. bondage thing. But <laughs> I was impressed with the quality of the leather mm-hmm. and the quality of the workmanship. So tell me, what? how do you know how to make this stuff? Uh, I'm self-taught. I, I've been doing this for like five years. A um, lot, of, lot of YouTube tutorials and just uh, searching on the internet, asking friendly people at, at leather working stores to show me how tools work. Um, but yeah, I was, a, I was a woodworker for most of my 20s. So I feel like I came into this with some, you know, an understanding of, of uh, making making three dimensional things, so that definitely okay. So you started out as uh, a simple carpenter, like Jesus. A simple carpenter, exactly like Jesus. <laughs> and then, uh, and then this like, is this like, is what like, Jesus became. They and yeah, then they don't and go then, into uh, that in the Bible. Had, had Jesus had Jesus lived, had Jesus made it later into his thirties, uh, maybe he would have branched out. Is mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, and my apologies to maybe two thirds of the people listening. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, so. Okay, let me ask you this. When you're making uh, bondage harnesses, what is it that you're going for? What is it that you want the harness to do? What's the thing that gives people pleasure? Well, I mean, it totally depends on what I'm making. Some of the things I make are are like just for the aesthetic and they don't they don't have a function. Uh, beyond that, like like uh, this one behind me, basically like a lot of, so most of the market for bondage harnesses is geared towards like really masculine, like gay men and like leather daddies. And I, uh, mm. what I try to do with my designs is kind of subvert that and make more feminine looking things. So aesthetically, my stuff um, is more, is more like elegant and has thinner straps. Um, but some of them, uh, some of them are, you know, for to be like uh, to have parts of your body cinched or to enable someone to yank you around or, you know, to be restrained like handcuffs. This is a hog tie <gasps> set that I'm holding up right now, which I sell a lot of. Okay. So that uh, you sell a lot of those. Yeah. Those are leather. Everyone's you're holding up trying to very tied. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a waiting list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 they keep saying uh, this item is out of stock. Refresh cart. Uh, so okay. Um, so restraint is a big part of it. Yes. People that want to be restrained. And um, then like the the little plant with the boner that I was holding up earlier. You know, I make a lot of strap on harnesses. So you know, sometimes you want a dick, and you weren't born with a dick. So uh, you know, you, sure. You make hey, do. tell me about it. With a So wait. So these are women that want to have uh, a penis. Women. Or trans can, men, um, 
or, you know, sometimes people who are born with a penis, you know, want to have two or want to have one that is different or works differently or stays, you know, stays erect uh, infinitely. Huh. Yeah. So uh, some of I, I make a lot of strap on harnesses, which are just leather harnesses that have O-rings that can hold a dildo. And again, what I try to do, you know, with my harnesses is, is make them in addition to being utilitarian, make them something, you know, that's flattering and that makes the person wearing it feel confident and sexy. Yeah. That's the thing is it's important that the strap on be flattering you know you want to take into account what you're wearing uh what else you're wearing you know um what your what your mood is i suppose yeah, yeah it's the whole vibe you want to, what about chastity belts is that a thing that people are still into yes um and it's funny you should say that because again i mostly make things for women and queer people i do uh sometimes make things for for you know the men the straight men uh by request, but it's not my specialty. But at this point, I am so wary of any man who asks me to make him a chastity device uh, because- Oh, wait, Ch men, men can have chastity oh, devices? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always oh, thought no. of it as like women, women. I didn't know. I thought it was, I, I think of like that old medieval times of where this woman will have to wear a chastity belt and this will keep her pure. Yeah. Men can wear chastity belts? Yep, yeah, sure what does can. That look like? um, well, it is, it's like a metal cock cage. Um, oh, yeah, what? and it goes. And sometimes can I just loop. point out that's the this is the seventh time on this uh, podcast that someone has said cock cage. <laughs> I'm glad you keep uh, a tally. So, yeah, so you win. You won the grand prize. <laughs> so it's a which metal, is in fact a, a cock, cock cage. cage. <laughs> Only two of them were in reference to Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so 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 it's a metal thing that encases a man's uh, you know unit, as it yeah. were. Oh wow! Now you're censoring your. <laughs> after everything that's been said. And it's snug enough that uh, it makes it very uncomfortable for the wearer to get aroused. Oh. Um, so sometimes what men have asked me to do is make a harness that uh, that keeps it, you know, snug to their hips. And frequently their their dominatrix or their, their dominant partner will have the key to it. So they're in control. Um, <gasps> but on two different occasions, someone has asked me to make them a uh, harness for a cock cage and then has continued been like, OK, these are the specifics of what I want. And like five minutes into the conversation, I'm like, oh, you have you have no intention of commissioning a leather harness for me. You're just trying to get me to talk to you about your chastity fetish. And you're like <gasps> getting off on this, which is. Oh, wait, weird. so this is over the phone. Someone saying oh, over, so over here's email what I or Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> or Instagram. And they're saying, okay, uh, if you could, what I want is I want this and then I want that, but I want the, I, I don't want it to be a, a key. I want it to have a, a pin code. So I want it to have an electrical uh, unlocking system. Does that voice system. sound familiar, Emma? <laughs> you know? Listen, Emma, I called, Emma, I called you both times with every intention of making a purchase. I just well, got a little carried away. That's all that happened. Well, Emma. You, Conan. Now, anytime a man asks me to design any sort of chastity device, I'm immediately requiring a $200 deposit. Smart. Yep. So, you should. Smart. Men are, men are so, weird. That's so, men I mean, creepy. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. that's, a, yeah, they are. Can I True. say that's a new low to call and engage you? It is rude. It's not listed right, like you in can call uh, a phone sex line. Like there are there are so many well, sites where you can pay where you can pay to have someone who does this professionally talk to you about about Emma the, Emma those fetish. lines those lines aren't great. Uh, and <laughs> trust me, I have a whole list of complaints, and I've uh, I'm actually been talking to the Better Business Bureau uh, about some of these lines. 
Are they um, the problem? I don't, I feel like you no, say I, unit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Emma, here's what I'm curious about. So someone will call you and at what point do you realize this is person doesn't even want me to make this. They're just trying to uh, arouse themselves while by getting me to talk about it. At what point does it become clear? What's the moment when the nickel well, drops and you go, oh, um, well, first of all, they email me or message me through Instagram because it's 2022 and no one makes phone calls anymore. <laughs> Can I say something? Start- <laughs> my, my fetish is having a woman like you tell me I'm a boomer who doesn't understand how technology works. This is very arousing to me right now. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, I'm going to need a $200 deposit from you. <laughs> having yeah. an attractive young woman. Okay, but first, uh, so anyway, uh, what did I do wrong? What did I say that betrayed me as being out of touch? That's There are humiliatrixes. People people are into all sorts of shit. People who are raised Irish Catholic, especially, are into all sorts of shit. So, uh, wow. Look what I do for a living. I have been, um, (laughs) I have sought out a career of being humiliated and I, and I have pursued it relentlessly and and whatever they come up with a new kind of like, oh, there's a new thing called a podcast. It's another way that you can be humiliated routinely, Conan. I'm in. So clearly I have that fetish. But anyways, back to the male chastity thing. When, uh, (laughs) when, uh, I can tell when they start asking me for my input too much. If they're like, I want it to attach to a cage. What do you think about these cages? Uh, Which one would you pick? What, like, what would you, when they start wanting me to make decisions, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, at at this point I feel like I catch on pretty quickly and I'm also just, just wary of, uh, of people who seem like straight men immediately when they, when they want to engage in a longer conversation about an order. Um, I try to gear them towards putting down a deposit pretty quickly. So I know they're serious. Yeah. Yeah. Get them to put down a deposit before they put down a deposit. You know what I'm saying? If you know what I mean. Oh, come on. You owe her $200 for that. I owe you $600 for that. Yeah. We're really racking it up. Yeah. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it it down I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud speaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
Okay, you freaks, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Right, yeah, guys? that's yeah. what I think about all the time. That's all I think about. I'm a real whiz. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. It just does. Yeah. <sighs> Words. So to reduce, what's that? Words. Yeah, exactly. That helped. So to reduce costs <laughs> and headaches, <laughs> smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. You knew where I was going with this, right? Yeah, I do. Please tell us what NetSuite is. I shall. NetSuite's the number one cloud financial system. It brings accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one, count them, one platform and one source of truth. Yeah. By bringing all your major business processes into one platform, you will not only improve efficiency, you'll also cut costs. Mm, yep. NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessible from anywhere. That's why they call it the cloud. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. If you're not doing it, you should too. Hey, so do the math. That sounds aggressive. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Conan right now, exclamation point. netsuite.com slash Conan. netsuite.com slash Conan. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you, what would you do? Would you read a book, Sona, take a nap? What would you do? I'd probably watch TV. Yeah. Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. Uh, the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Well, guess what? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Mm. I think I'm a big believer in uh, therapy and just talking in general, mm -hmm. um, getting uh, whatever negative feelings you have inside of you out. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So all you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Conan. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, yeah. can I say something? Uh, and 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 boy, this is uh, again. I I know that you are a. Uh, a craftsperson, you uh, you are an artisan, and mm -hmm. you find that there's a certain kind of leather. Is there a perfect leather for bondage? Is there a, is do you find there's a there's a kind of leather that's like oh this is the pre like calfskin. Nothing beats a calfskin uh, chastity belt. Nothing beats this kind of leather or that kind of leather. But yeah, I definitely geek out about the material I work with and like obsess over the specifics of it and am a perfectionist uh, to the point, to my own 
detriment. Um, and I also really like solid brass hardware. I use solid brass hardware for most yeah, of my stuff, which is brass. which drives the cost uh, way up. But it's stronger. It holds up. You know better. what? It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. You want to have this is not an area where you should cheap out. It should no. be the best quality brass. It should be yeah. uh, highest quality leather. And and uh, my other question is, what about sizing? So, for example, let's say and I'm. I were to buy some sort of uh, leather uh, harness. Come that would, on. Just let me finish. This is a question and I'm an, a journalist. Let's say that. What? Let's say Emma, let's just say I'm a customer and uh, mm -hmm. I have unusual, let's just say I have unusual proportions. I have unusual, you know, I'm very tall. Uh, my body is very disproportionate in many ways. Um, would I ever come in for a fitting or is it all done? <laughs> do I supply actually, you? Actually, yes, I, you would. You would come in yes, for a fitting. I do right. every now and then. Because you're I like a people. I see like people a buy appointment for fittings. Yeah. And yeah, everyone's who, who body buys, is different. Who buys a suit, you know, uh, over the phone or online? No, that's not how you do it. You, you go in for a fitting. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I do because I sell. I sell all over uh, the world. I ship everywhere, so I do have a video on my website that shows people how to take their own measurements. Um, and I do custom sizing for you know for free, and I do plus sizes because yeah, everyone everyone has a different body, and you know everyone everyone deserves to look hot in their leather gear. During COVID, like a lot of us, I was not as active, and I was sitting around mm -hmm. and depressed, and my eating habits changed a little bit, and so I put on some weight and. I I noticed that some of my clothes, uh, you know, as COVID is winding down and I'm starting to put suits back on, they don't really fit as well. I just thought it'd be really must happen where people get their bondage outfit and they get it. And then of course they let themselves go a little bit and they have to come in and say, can you let this out? Can you do, I need an <laughs> yeah. adjustment on my bondage outfit or, you know, I thought this was the right chastity belt for me, but then I hit the nachos really hard. And now I, I, I need to make some changes, you know, you need yeah, to some alterations. People's bodies change for sure. Uh, and I, I definitely had to adjust all of the harnesses I've made for myself after COVID. Um, and I've mailed out a lot of harness extenders in the past two years. That would um, help. Yeah. Yeah. Because they all, I mean, you know, as opposed to a suit, the harnesses all buckle and the buckles, you know, give them uh, a few inches of wiggle room on either side. So if someone doesn't want to buy a new harness, I can frequently make an extender. Um, one thing, one, one funny thing did happen like a year ago is someone. Let me double down on that. Just so for all listeners, harness extenders are available and you should look they into They are those. available. I mean, yeah. you're you asking weight. so many questions about uh, yeah. fit and there's so many other types of questions <laughs> you can ask and you're like, can I get it tailored if it needs to be extended? Like <laughs> it's all about why you're not asking anything about the kinks or anything. He's trying to keep it PayPal. really safe. <laughs> do you, Emma, do you take PayPal? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. This is working out really well. Um, Someone did like a year ago, they, they emailed me and they said, I bought a strap on from you forever ago. I really love it. I've actually lost some weight. I was wondering if I could uh, mail it to you and have you take it in. So it fits me better. And I had just moved into my new studio. So I said, sure. And I gave them my address and I had put a number wrong in my address. So like a month oh. later, they reached out again and they said, did you get the harness? And I double checked it oh, no. and realized that it was 
I accidentally had them send it to a different residential building. So someone just with no note got a used strap-on harness in the mail. Wow. And I was was like, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to make you a new one for free. And I really hope that that package learned something new about themselves. Yeah. Can you imagine just, oh, what's this? Oh, great. I'm in the movie seven. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so, uh, yeah, Sona pointed out I didn't uh, ask about, uh, I I mostly have been figuring out my own order. Placing an order, yeah. I I am. Yeah, you have my website up right now, right? (laughs) Many things are up. And so what we'll do. (laughs) Oh, man. So what we'll do now, do you ever get a request that betrays an insane kink, like a kink that I know you're you're non-judgmental, which you should be, but does anyone ever yeah. say, I want something and you just, no, I can't accommodate this, or I've never heard of this before? There's never been one that I won't do. There have been so many that I haven't heard of. Um, one guy who has bought several times from me, him and his wife are belly button fetishists. And first of all, I'm so glad they found each other, right? Like, (laughs) Yes. I was thinking uh, that same thing. They both are. Did they know that before they got married? You know what? As as people, it's for every Mickey, there's a Minnie, you know? Uh, For every Audi, there's an Innie. (laughs) Yes! 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 That's the quip of the week. That's a good one. Uh, But I've made both of them harnesses, harnesses that have like big O-rings that like cinch their waist and like push into their belly buttons. Um, oh and I had to God. actually reach out to a welder I know to have some custom metal pieces made because for one of them they wanted like a piece of pipe that was going to sort of push into their belly button. And it was funny because at one point the welder was like, do I need to like smooth out the inside of the pipe? Like, are they going to be fucking the pipe? So then I had to email the customer and be like, is the pipe <laughs> that you're pushing into the belly button, are we going to be putting any sensitive body parts into the pipe? And he was like, no, of course not. And I was like, I don't know. I yeah, love you know what? I, I love that. I love that you're just talking to a friend of yours who's a welder. He's like, yeah, Emma, what, are you, what can I help you with? Uh, so, hey, uh, are they going to be fucking the pipe? Uh, so yeah, they, uh, okay, better galvanize it. All, all right. right, so they're going to be fucking the pipe, so I won't go. I'm not going to go copper if they're going to be fucking the pipe. Uh, all right, let me ask one more question. Hey, uh, another quick question I got for you. Are they going to be sticking this in the ass at all? <laughs> Uh, they are. Okay, so all right. Bruce, Bruce, we're doing a fuck pipe. Bruce, 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 we need another fuck pipe. Well, just, I know, I know that's six this week, but just add a seventh. We got it. We can get it done. Uh, man, I love, I love the mundane technical questions. Uh, wow, this is fascinating. I love this is this. just fascinating. And um, so, Emma, I'm told that uh, you have gotten involved more recently uh, in the um, the furry sensation. Is that right? That people wearing furry costumes. That do you attend conventions where people dress up? In furry costumes? Yeah, I attended my first one uh, a couple months ago. It's called Midwest Fur Fest. Um, and for okay. a lot of the furries, which, you know, are people who who have their fursuits and their fursonas, and it's this other character that they become, and they're, you know, giant mascot costumes that hide, that hide every inch of them, uh, and... And there's a big community for it. And, and there is some of, some of them, there is a sexual element to it. For a lot of them, it's not sexual at all. It's just, uh, it's just playing. But I did, I did, uh, I vented there and, uh, 
Yeah, we're showing you right now some photos of a horse and a possum that are wearing uh, leather harnesses. Over there and these uh, photos will be available on Team Coco Podcasts on Instagram, just so yeah, you want to check yeah, these out. because uh, you're going to want to see these. Okay, so I see. So <laughs> you don't make the leather, uh, you don't make the fur costumes, you make leather harnesses for people dressed up in fur costumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and- mostly for people, I'd say a lot of the people at Fur Fest who bought from me, it was like 60% of them bought harnesses to wear outside of their fursuits. Cause there's a big, you know, there's a big overlap between people who are furries and people who are kinksters. And sometimes, sometimes they are not kinky as their fursona. It's just a separate thing. So a lot of people bought harnesses just to wear over their normal mortal bodies. But then some people bought harnesses to wear, uh, to wear when they're in their fursona. Uh, oh, I see. Cool. Uh, what you kept saying fursona, I was thinking of sona. You mean instead of persona, it's fursona. It's yeah. Yeah. I thought people dressed up as a, like a furry version of Sona. And I got confused. <laughs> there was a lot of that there, yeah. <laughs> I bet you there is going to, you know, Sona has quite a following. And I bet you uh, someone's yeah. going to someone's gonna go as a fur Sona. Uh, and uh, that's that's going to become a sensation. It would be a huge honor. Yeah. So this is, uh, and you say some of it is sexual, but you never know. So you could be talking to someone in a furry costume and not know if this is a kink or if this is just them playing around and having fun, but there's nothing yeah. sexual attached, right? Yeah. Okay. Before we wrap up, I think there's a really important question that Emma has that I want to get to to make sure we hear this question. Yeah. Emma, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, uh, I, I name all of my harnesses and sometimes I just sort of pull names out of thin air because I'm uh, mm-hmm. running out of ideas, but frequently I name sure. them after people, uh, you know, different characters or uh sometimes the first person who modeled that harness, but I was, I want to name a harness, uh, the Katakai harness. The Katakai. Uh, That's good. Yes. And I was wondering After. what kind of, what kind of harness, uh, yeah. Would, would the Katakai harness, is that a name befitting of like a strap on harness or like a bustier type of harness? Uh, well, yeah, this what is kind a of, story what kind of that, would that be? people, sorry, that's people, my birth control uh, alarm going off, but that can wait. Uh, No, it can't, actually. You might want to get on that. Anything you want to tell us or everything's good? Everything's great. Okay. All right. My Um, birth is under control. Uh Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Wow. All right. Well, the Katakai Katakai harness. Okay, the Katakai refers to uh, uh, James Lipton, of course, the esteemed uh, 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 dean of the actor studio. uh, uh, I told a story once on the show that has just reverberated, and it was about uh, his wife, Katakai. And he says the line in the story, Katakai, as God made her. So um, I have a lot of respect uh, for the late James Lipton, and of course, uh, and by extension, uh, for his lovely wife, Katakai. So I think there should be respect here. I think okay. it should be made of the finest materials. All I right. know that uh, I know that uh, Dean Lipton was very open-minded uh, and had lived a rich and full life. So um, he would be thrilled. I'm sure he'd be thrilled. There was uh, a strap-on or a harness made uh, in 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 his honor, the Katakai. So um, I I just think it, my only insistence is that be made of the finest materials, okay. the very be finest materials. Sort of a, a higher ticket item. I think it has to be the highest ticket. All item. right. I think the Katakai has to be. You're not using brass. You're using gold. All right. The leather uh, has to be uh, found. Human leather. Human leather. Human exactly. leather. 
I don't think our skin is actually thick enough to make a functional bondage harness. Not that I've put a lot of thought into it. Mine is after being on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I've toughened him up real nice. He's ready to be turned into a skin suit. Yes, the catechai is made of gorly leather, gold fittings. Um, get your, get, get, make sure it has a good cock cage on it and make sure you get that, that welder on the phone to get the very finest materials. Get Lou on the line and make sure that this is fuckable pipe. Jesus, this is terrible. What a, what an awful conversation. And yet at the same time, also quite beautiful. One last thing before we go. Uh, last night Uh I, uh. You know, I don't know uh, what happened last night. Well, I made something for you, Conan. Oh, look oh. at that! It's a Is little. Is that a, like a butt it, harness? No, it's it's a bulldog harness. But I, you know, I would make you a butt harness if if you asked nicely. What's but, a, what's uh, a bulldog harness? It's so green. It's St. Patrick's Day yeah, green. Yeah, I figured you'd look like a submissive little leprechaun in it, um, <laughs> which is all anyone's ever wanted. <laughs> so it goes. Oh my uh, god! It goes over your chest like this. Oh, that's um, gorgeous! Yeah, I love that. Is that I love you that. just connect a leash to or something? You can, yeah. You can oh, you know what? This is my this is my fetish. Uh, I would wear that, okay, and I'd be uh, restrained, and I'd be saying to my mistress, "I want me pot of gold," and she'd be saying, <laughs> "You can't have your pot of gold," and I'd say, "I want me pot of gold," uh, and she'd say, "No pot of gold for you," and I would say, "I want me pot of gold." You get the pot of gold when I say you get the pot of gold, and no sooner. And hey. oh, exactly. I love, I love the submissive leprechaun. That's going to be my new character. Um, the submissive that out in you. <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'll probably, <laughs> I'll wear it every day under my shirt and uh, yeah. my fans will know I'm wearing it. Uh, Emma, delight talking to you and um, you're clearly uh, very gifted and uh, you're out there letting people be themselves and letting people um, let their inner selves out and flourish. It's very nice. You're doing uh, you're doing good work. So onward and you're... upward for you, Emma. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, well, I just made it weird. I'll call it. <laughs> it was it wasn't weird before. It's finally weird. <laughs> yeah. Well. So. Wait, Sorry, no, should I have said Dad? I think it's. Co- <laughs> oh God. Oh. All right. I'll, I better I'll see go. myself out. Yeah. All right, I'm going to uh, I'm going to a Catholic mass right now. <laughs> right. Um, don't forget your little harness. Don't yeah. worry, I've got the harness. Sorry. Nothing right. weird okay. happens right. at Catholic masses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emma. That's right. it. It's I'm done real. with you, Emma. I Emma. love Emma. Emma, you're the best. Seriously, thank you very oh, much. Oh man. All right, see y'all. Conan O'Brien needs a fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gorley. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Stitcher. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free. Shopify.com slash podcast free. Hey, Earwolf, Team Coco, and Stitcher listeners. It's me, Ashley Ray, and I'm here to tell you about a special collection of podcasts in honor of Women's History Month. From TV I Say with yours truly, Significant Others with Liza Powell O'Brien, and Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer, we are excited to celebrate all women who are part of the SiriusXM podcast family. So let's toast to these women-led hosts and listen on Amazon Music.